Hello, I'm Dana Ford, head coach of the Tennessee State Tigers men's basketball team. And I'd like to invite you to be a part of the Rebound Foundation game that takes place February 16th at the Gentry Center at 8 p.m. Central and can be seen on ESPNU. The mission of the Rebound Foundation is to provide the necessary building blocks for women and children recovering from domestic violence. You can make a contribution without being at the game at pledgeit.org, TSU Rebound Challenge. To find out more information about the Rebound Foundation, visit www.thereboundfound.org. You can also follow us on social media at the handle The Rebound Foundation. Help the Tigers stand up against domestic violence by pledging to end it. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions. Also, a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Show joined by my man Javon. Hey, I was bringing the noise. Javon, what's good, bro? Good, man. How about yourself? I'm freezing my ass off for the ATL, man. <laughs> yeah, you tell it. Starting to get cold here in Nashville, too. So, yeah, it's that time of year, man. It's also firing time, obviously, man, for your for your guy, Jeff Fisher, man. And what starts on his firing, man? And did you feel like it? His spat with Eric Dickerson expediting his firing from the Rams. I, I mean, I couldn't tell you. I'm not there for that. I'm not close to that situation. But, um, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it didn't help 
you know, but, uh, you know, I think, you know, I think it all came down to New City, man. You know, L.A.'s, L.A., you know, a lot of people, you know, when they think football, they don't realize a, a lot has to do with the actual city itself. You know, L.A. is one of those cities where you don't put a good enough product out there. You know, they ain't going to show up, man. <laughs> they ain't going to show up. There's too much, too many things to do in L.A. No different than in, than in Miami. You know, people aren't going to the Miami Heat games like they used to. When LeBron was there, you couldn't he couldn't find you couldn't get a ticket. You know, so the same thing in L.A. It's just so many things to do. The Lakers are probably the only ones who could struggle and people still show up. That's it. So it probably came down to that. You know, feeling the stadium wasn't feel like it normally was. Fans started getting irritated. You don't leave a, you don't leave a city like St. Louis to come to L.A. and not bring the noise. So, I mean, that's that's. I think that's the reason why. I don't think Eric Dickinson was the main reason. Exactly. And I just feel like he can't develop a quarterback, man. Like, you draft Jared Goff, but you're running, like, a basic, like, Pop Warner offense almost, you know? It's like – that that's just not real life, and the Falcons defense, as many of you both know, plays a cover three, and we know that that's easily beat, and they made them like world beaters on on Sunday, like for real. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was time to go. Do you think those guys quit on fish, or they just like nah, they just was playing bad that day? I don't. You know what? I play for Fisher. I don't think guys has really ever quit on him because he's such a good players coach. And that's one thing you hear a lot of guys saying that, you know, he's still, you know, great players coach. I just think they just, they were just struggling. I mean, that's, that's it. I don't think, I don't think guys don't like playing for him. I know I, I enjoyed playing for him because he, he made sure he'd take care of you. Now I've also been, you know, with coaches that really didn't truly take care of you, but we won. So I, you know, I mean, for me, I'd probably take a non-players coach, and win than take a player's coach and can't win. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody's making money. Everybody makes money in this league, you know. Uh, but there's guys that are actually making money playing for teams that are winning. That sounds a lot better than, you know, the, the alternative, you know. Exactly. So, I mean, everybody makes money. You know, I'd rather make money with the Patriots than be stuck somewhere in Cleveland, you know. God, yes. It's... 50 million. <laughs> Fifty million in Cleveland, it's not. It doesn't look better than fifty million in um, in, in in Foxborough. But I can damn sure tell you this: fifty million while you're winning in L.A. Woo, can't beat that. Fifty million in Miami while you're winning can't beat that. You know, it got that right. You got that right, and you know, I, I just. I feel like, you know, L.A., you got to have market, man. You got to have those guys out there. You got to have some to show those people a show. And speaking of the show, uh, we have a MVP, MVP debate we had in the previous segment, man. Uh, do you think that Tom Brady should win the MVP, even though he's only played in 12 games this year after you, you go through the whole season? Should he get the MVP, or is he the, or should he go to somebody like Dak Prescott or Ezekiel Elliott or somewhere, somebody else, but should go, to, should go to Tom Brady? You know what? This year, if you look at this year, it's been very, very – it's a different year as far as the MVP. This could be a year where if they skip the MVP, I, 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 which they never would, 
but it wouldn't bother me because I don't think no one has really stood out. Think about it. No one's putting up gaudy numbers. No one. No one. Everyone's almost like within the pack. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you, if you're going to bring up MVP, you might as well throw Jameis Winston in there if you're going to bring up MVP. Yep. You might as well throw Marcus Mariota in there. Everybody's like in the same boat, literally in the same boat, literally in the same boat. Everybody's around 20-something touchdowns, you know, under 10 picks. You know, three thousand yards. I, I just there's no one that sticks out. It ain't like a Lamar, uh, a Lamar Jackson. There, he stuck out. No one's sticking out. So if you look and say, would you give um, Tom? I mean, they're Aiden too. I mean, I mean, maybe. But is Tom more deserving than Dak or Ezekiel Elliott? No, I wouldn't. Maybe. It's the running backs that are sticking out more than the quarterbacks. Maybe Ezekiel is separating himself, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I would say I would say just just looking at it, without Ezekiel Elliott, the Dallas Cowboys don't have the record that they have because he makes Dak's life easier along the offensive line. So I feel like the most valuable player, if you're going by most valuable player, Ezekiel Elliott, he's the most valuable to, to his roster because without him, that team's a whole different different team. But that's what I said. That's what I said. I said I think he's the only running back that there's a separation between him and everybody else. Even though Demarco Murray's right there, I mean Demarco's right there, but that's about it. When you look at the quarterbacks, I think they're just all bunched up. So if, if I'm gonna go MVP, I'd probably go with, with Zeke. But I'm not sure too many people will give a rookie. Right out the gate. I'm not sure if that – I don't even know how many rookies have won MVP. I don't even know if they that's ever happened. But hands on, I would probably give it back right now. I think I think for him. I think he's the most valuable player. Maybe not necessarily in the league, but for his team. And he's the only one that somewhat separated himself from the next closest person. No doubt. Folks, we got Javon Hay here on the Boss Man Show, former Titan, Buck, Panther, Lion, doing big things. Now, speaking of that, Prescott, you know, Jerry Jones is yapping again, uh, making noise. Do you feel a loss to Tampa or a loss to Detroit could equal a Romo sighting again against Philadelphia to be to get them ready for, for the playoff run? Uh, you know what? I, I think possibly, but I don't know that locker room. I, I can't really speak on that locker room. I can just tell you if this, if I was – in that locker room, in my situation, I don't know how you go back to Romo because because he struggled. I mean, quarterbacks struggle. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks that are starting right now that struggle, but they're still doing well. Ben has struggled this year, but he he's doing well. He had patches where he struggled. Zach just had two good two games in a row where he just didn't look fabulous like he's been doing all year. But I don't know how you necessarily go back to the go back to to Romo. Because that's something that you can't you can't judge the temperature of a locker room when you're an owner and you're not there physically every day feeling the pulse. I can almost guarantee you if they put Romo in there, there'd be a lot of guys who are probably not happy with that decision. Really not. Yeah, and that's I... the only thing I can't. 
I mean, it's it's just hard to see me them putting Romo in there with that, you know, basically bringing them this far. They lost the game. Okay, whoopee. They got two losses. Who cares? You know? And it, and it, what I look at is like, maybe the Giants just have their number. I don't give a damn who's the quarterback. Maybe the Giants just have their number. I feel like even when Romo was there, that Steve Spagnuolo always gave them trouble with his blitzes and his schemes. Even when yeah, Romo I mean, was there. And then, yeah, I mean, he's just, that's just, I mean, he's, Spagnuolo's back home, man. You know, a lot of people don't realize he's back home. Like, like he's, he's back home. This is the Giants, you know. He's trying to rebuild those NASCAR days. He's trying to rebuild that defense that won two Super Bowls. That's what he's doing. So he always gives trouble. And now he got the pieces, so I don't give a damn if Romo was in there. It's going to be a tough game. So, but I wouldn't turn my back on on, 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 on Zach. I mean Dak. And then also, you got to think about Dak's confidence now and going forward. I mean, you don't, you know, I don't know if you play with the young guys' emotions like this now. You know, people remember stuff like that now. They do. They oh, do. Yeah. You know, it's they do. They um, it, it's like Brock Osweiler. Brock Brock told you why he left. He felt like he was going to be the guy, and you know they feel like he they play with his emotions. And when it was time for him to you know possibly sign with Denver, he left because the emotions got the best of him. I don't know if you want to play with that. I really don't know if you want to play with that because I mean his, his rookie contract will be up you know next three what three or four years. Mm-hmm. Hey, you have the quarterback of the future if you ride him now and, and live with live with what happened, but. You can't just keep pulling the man now and putting him back in and pulling him back in. Nah, I don't think yeah. – there's a price to pay down the road. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a price to pay down the road. Don't play with him now. You got that right because when it comes time to that contract, he'll hold you hostage to get for, for, for what you did. Hold you hostage or pull a Brock Osterwald and leave, and leave and be like, remember, remember my rookie year when you bailed on me because I struggled? You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. And, and I've always said you got you got the two young nucleus. You don't mess with them two guys. You let them guys win and lose together. Don't 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 take them out. Exactly. And you know me and you both talked about the Raiders off the air, man. They've lost twice to Kansas City, but you still see them as a, the biggest threat in New England. And you see KC maybe beating the Patriots or somebody else maybe get hot the Steelers maybe or a Raven who gets hot and beat New England in the AFC playoffs. So do you feel like it's pretty much KC or, or Oakland probably the ones to knock off New England? Nah, I still think it's uh, I, I think it's going to be Oakland. Um, you know, cars hurt a little bit. Um, you know, uh, I think if Oakland could get that game out in Kansas City, I mean, out in Oakland. You know, I think if they lock up the number one and number two seed, I think, you know, uh, they have a real good shot. Uh, the way Pittsburgh is playing right now, though, you know, it's heard somebody in the radio said a few weeks ago, you know, Pittsburgh may run the table. And then, you know, I heard the commentators, I forgot what I watched, like Mad Dog or something like that. And they like, they made fun of the guy and they were just laughing. And I said to myself, you know what? The guy never played pro football. But I was with him the whole time, and he goes, these commentators, they're making fun of him like this. He just got, I don't know what he's talking about. And I said to myself, you know, crap, you don't know what y'all damn talking about. If Pittsburgh get healthy and they get the rolling, they could be the number one contender to knock off the Patriots and, and go to the Super Bowl because the, they're just hitting on all cylinders right now. I mean, there's uh, all cylinders, all every last bit. That's 
Le'Veon Bell, man, he's the smoothest. Me and my brothers talk about it all the time. He's the smoothest running back in the league. Not even close. Agreed. No, he is so smooth. I mean, he doesn't hit the hole. Half the time he stops before he hits the hole. And what he did last week was, I mean, just, just I mean, it was, it, he punished him. I mean, it was it was strictly embarrassing what he did last week. So I think Pittsburgh could give them a run for their money. Pittsburgh, Oakland. I'm not, you know, down on Kansas City. You know, I think Kansas City has, has gotten hot. They played well. You know, they had a hiccup against the Bucks, but I guess I uh, the way the Bucks are playing right now, that wasn't a hiccup. I mean, <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah, man. I think you got you know three or maybe three or four teams that could give the Patriots a run. But you know, once again, it's still the Patriots. So I think. Uh, they they show resolve, and if, if anybody got to go to Foxborough, uh, you know, in January it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Folks, we got Javon Hey here with us on the Boss Man Show. A couple more, couple more for you, Javon. Uh, from a defensive player's perspective, man, uh, what's your feeling about the Harry Douglas block on Chris Harris? Do you think cut blocks and low blocks need to be eliminated from from the, from the game altogether? Uh I mean. I think cut blocks are needed because, I mean, they're they're crucial. You know, I saw Alabama last week, uh, two weeks ago. They caught the ball, and the guy cut the cut the DB, and he took down two people. And I'm like, he doesn't make that block. I mean, you know, that game could be different, but that opened the game wide open. So I don't necessarily think you need to get rid of cut blocks. I just – the block last week was just tough. I mean, I'm watching it like, ooh, wow, like, it's football. It's like, there's almost it's like baseball. There's a gentleman's rule in football, and it's like Chris wasn't clearly wasn't trying to run to the ball. You know, play was away. He didn't expect you know Harry uh, Douglas to hit him there. And I mean, I can see why guys were pissed. And and the only reason why I say is that is because yes, within the rules or whatever. But I can guarantee you, I've always said I, I, it's a two way street because if that was flipped the other way. You know, mm-hmm. if that was one of the receivers, cut one of the Titans guy, I guarantee they would have been mad. And anybody who tells you they wouldn't have is full of BS. So I could see where, yes, within the rules, but certain things you just don't do. Because you could have took the man knee out, man. You could have ended the man's season. Could have ended the man's career. You never know. I, I think that block was very, very, very borderline. No doubt. And just a final five, five, four, you final question for you, man, is this. He was on the competition committee. If he was on the committee up there and he went to the league, what are some other rules you want change or tweak to improve the game? Safety wise or anything, just improve the game? Yeah, in general. Any safety in general. What are some things you want to see happen? Maybe to make the game a little bit better for everybody, make it a better product that we see on the field on Sundays. I think they need to move the dang uh, extra point back to where it was. Somebody, I think somebody, I really think somebody in the next. Two or three years, right? Is going to lose a Super Bowl. I think someone's going to lose the chances to go to Super Bowl because of an extra point. Well, Denver and, last year. Remember when Guskowski missed the extra point last year against Denver? Yeah, I mean, I, I just. But I'm saying somebody's going to lose in the Super Bowl, and it's going to be sad. It's going to be totally sad if somebody loses. Because it's like, you know, field goals. You know, field goals are tough. I'm not a field goal kicker, but man, the extra point was almost guaranteed. And it's like, hey, man, you know, if I'm down seven, 
and I'm in the Super Bowl and I, I go and score a touchdown, I would love to see it being tied, you know. Now you're down seven in the Super Bowl with a minute left and you score, that extra point ain't guaranteed no more, you know. Would you really would you really want to see a team lose the Super Bowl because they missed the extra point? Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> you know, so I, I think that's the main thing I would change. Uh, other than that, man, I think uh, reviewing penalties, I don't know how they would implement it, but I think reviewing penalties would be my number one because, you know, it, it, it's tough, man. It's tough. Uh, I hate seeing penalties miss. I hate seeing penalties call that weren't penalties. Uh, the big hits, the, 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 um, they need to revamp the whole entire book when it comes to what a defenseless receiver is and the hits to the head and shoulders. Because to this day, you'll never be able to get it right. I mean, I don't see how you're defenseless when you catch a football. Somebody tell me, how how's that defenseless? If I catch a football and I'm trying to score, when my feet hit, I don't see how you're defenseless. Exactly. My job as a defender is to make sure you don't catch that ball. <laughs> it's not my job to make you catch the ball then hit you. It's my job to make sure you never catch the ball. And if you do catch the ball, I'm trying to dislodge the ball. So this whole defenseless receiver thing and blows to the head and you look and say, well, he really didn't go to the blow to the head. He led with his shoulder, but his shoulder hit his helmet. It's just getting ridiculous. And I just think it doesn't happen all the time. You know, that's the great thing about it. You're not having 12 of these a game. So the ones you do have, I think that big hit, I think you should be able to replay it and see if that guy really truly did. Just like they do in college, but you're not throwing them out. You review it just like you do in college. Was that a blow to the head? Say, okay, well, it was a helmet. helmet. It was shoulders of the helmet. No. Resend the penalty. Let's go from there. I, th- I-, I would love to see them implement that. A review on those big hits. Exactly. Any kind of blow to the head. Re- exactly. That will be because, great. Because, because it's, about, it's about getting it right, isn't it? Yes. It, isn't it? Yes, it's it not should about, be. It's not about dragging the game out. It's about getting it right. And that's one thing I, 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 which, which irks me is that you're a player, and it's about wins and losses for you. Livelihoods are on the line, dreams and aspirations, and to not get it right, you know, to give someone else who who shouldn't have that shouldn't have that win, shouldn't have got that penalty, because you don't want to get it right. It, I think it's unfair. I would rather you. I rather you live live. I'd rather. Oh, I'd rather you live and say, you know what, I didn't win. They got it right, and I didn't win. Then. Saying you know what, uh, it wasn't a penalty, but we, 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 you know, all right, I'll take it. Another thing, what I love to change too is the ties. College, they don't tie in college. Get rid of that. Get rid of that. Exactly. Arizona, Seattle played uh, weeks ago, and Bobby Wagner said he would rather have kept it going and keep going till till, till they just couldn't go no more, right? And he would have been okay. I guarantee you players would have been okay with saying, you know what, we lost the game, then it's a tie. I know I would. I'm going to tell you that. I, I know I would just say, you know what, the better man won today. Then to say, you know what, no one won? Like, for real? We tied? Yeah, like, how, how do you respond to a tie? Like, 
uh, am I happy? Oh, am I sad? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like, and you know, you know, I'm the same way. I'm like, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine knowing. You know what? Dang, we tied. Like, no, I'd rather, I'd, I'd rather lose. Tell you the truth, I'd rather lose than tie. You say, you know what? We got a butt kick today. You know what? We got to get. A tie. You don't even know how to respond to a tie. Yeah, like, no one. Am I happy? Am I am I sad? Shall I be mad? I mean, do Should we I have a mad? do we have a a, 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 a tie Monday? Watch, maybe he <laughs> like a tie we, Monday. Yeah. Like we don't come in the wings. We it's tie Monday. Yeah, how do we watch film? I mean, like come on now, a tie, tie. No, it shouldn't be no tie. No, go till somebody wins. I'll I'll do that all day. Go till somebody wins. Exactly. I'm right there with you. Man, I tell you what, Javon's been great as always, my brother. I'm I'm, I'm about to see you real soon, man. We got to get out together, man. I ain't seen you in a long time, man. We got to hook up, bro. (laughs) Yeah, man. I'm just getting – I'm excited, man. I think uh, a lot of of things going to happen in the next couple weeks, man, and I think this is going to be a great year for playoffs football. Yeah, I'm about to catch up with you in January on the show, man. This is our last show of the year for vacation. But, you know, mm-hmm. like the last year playoff time, we got to catch up with you, bro, and break that stuff down, man. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. No doubt. Hey, Javon, thank you as always, my brother. We'll talk to you real soon, man. All right, have a good one. No doubt. Focus, Javon, hey, on the Boss Man Show. I'm Dana Ford, head coach of the Tennessee State Tigers men's basketball team, and I'd like to invite you to be a part of the Rebound Foundation game that takes place February 16th at the Gentry Center at 8 p.m. Central and can be seen on ESPNU. The mission of the Rebound Foundation is to provide the necessary building blocks for women and children recovering from domestic violence. You can make a contribution without being at the game at pledgeit.org, TSU Rebound Challenge, to find out more information about the Rebound Foundation, visit www.thereboundfound.org. You can also follow us on social media at the handle The Rebound Foundation. Help the Tigers stand up against domestic violence by pledging to end it. All your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. 
The concept is a simple one. Drafted Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to do two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it, get it.